Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boss Rush Podcast, a great place to play games and be better. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Derrigan, alongside me this week for a very different but special episode. Is that retro code Eddie B? Hello, everybody. Thank you, Corey, for having me. Thank, what up, bro? Thank, him? Thank me for having you on your own show when you're here. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, just I know people are probably confused uh, because Lauren and Stephanie aren't here. Uh, but when patrons are hearing this, it is uh, Boss Rush Spring Break where we kind of give the team a week off. Uh, but we still have to have content. <laughs> and this was kind of like a last minute thing. Uh, Our summer break. <laughs> I, yeah, this is like a last minute recording because A, I thought we had an episode for that week and we don't. And B, I don't really want to bother anybody on their night off. And C, Ed and I were recording Nintendo Power Block anyway. So uh, I decided that, Ed, maybe you and I as co-founders of this uh, project... Um, that maybe we should have like a founders discussion, you know, kind of like, and yes. I, I know that kind of sounds dumb, but like, you know, we kind of, everything we do is like kind of on a whim and just kind of throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks and what doesn't. And, uh, you know, I just, I just kind of want to talk to you specifically cause you know, we are friends and partners in this and mm-hmm. i just want to kind of have that conversation i want to just talk to you about random stuff because we don't ever really get to talk about random stuff i mean we talk about nintendo stuff all the time and you know we text and talk back and forth a lot but nothing in like yes. a an official capacity or anything and uh you know i kind of want to see if you have any new ideas or just kind of talk for an hour or so and see what we can do. Uh, and you know, Stephanie and Lauren will be back next week. Don't worry guys. I promise. Uh, we're just here to have a founders round table. This should be like, uh, I want to say this is episode 145 or 146 or something like that. Somewhere in there. It's going to go up in that space. Yeah. Uh but before we do that, Ed, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some patrons, some Patreon stuff. Yes. Uh remember you can support the Boss Rush Podcast, Nintendo Power Block, and our other content by heading over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash boss rush network. Patreon is a monthly subscription service where you can donate money at specific tiers and you get uh specific Perks for subscribing at different tiers, like early access at the $1 level. You get the Boss Rush Podcast, Nintendo Power Block Expansion Pass, Standard Definition, and After Dark all early at the $1 mark. Just a dollar, everybody. Wow. But yes. then, Ed, if you subscribe at the $5 tier, my camera's all messed up. Ooh. The $5 tier grants you a Patreon producer perk. What does that mean? It means you get your name shouted out on this here program as well as others across the Boss Rush Network. Uh, so without further ado, by the way, $5 tier also gets early access to all the 
other content. Without further ado, our Patreon producers for this episode are Quentin Jackson, Rebecca Jewell, Adriel Munger, my wife, Sana Dierig, Francisco Santillan, and Celeste Roberts. I want to thank all of our Patreon producers. I want to thank all of our patrons, and I want to thank all of our free listeners. If you listen to the Boss Rush podcast on free feeds or any of our other content, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm trying to switch my mind over from iTunes because it hasn't been iTunes in like three years. But uh, yeah, if you could do that for us, that'd be great. Um, and if if not, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click a like if you're watching us. That helps too. Ed, how are yes. you? How how's how's how are things going? I know you're working a lot. And actually. Um, work is settling down. We actually got a store manager, uh, kind of found out today at the time of this recording that, um, I worked at her store when she wasn't there cause she was like kind of on vacation mm. and, uh, she, she knew that I worked there. I was just like, Oh, I'm like, cause she, she told, she said the city and I was just like, Oh, I worked there at that store. And, uh, cause I came in she's just like, yeah, I know. I'm like, Oh, okay. So, uh, we actually got a store manager. She's going to be permanent at our store. Um, some days I'm still splitting, uh, to get there, but she's real cool. Uh, I say she's an ally. <laughs> uh, I haven't got to meet her wife yet, but I, I'm so excited to meet her. Uh, she could bake. She's a great man. She brought us some uh, some blueberry muffins that were just so moist and so good. Just the, the blueberry melted into the bread, and I'm like, oh, the sweetness of sweetness of the dough or the cake or the muffin, I should say. Um, and the blueberry was just amazing. I was just like, I cannot touch these uh, wow. because I would, I would, I would have max half of that thing. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, she's been a joy to work with. Um, we're getting ready for our inventory at my job and stuff. Um, so uh, once we get that all figured out, uh, I mean, like once. By the time you guys see this, uh, our inventory has already happened. I'll be so excited. It'll be done with. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm doing really good. Playing a, a, a lot of games. And uh, something that I, I kind of noticed with uh, a certain game. Um, and kind of Nintendo in general. With some, with some of their team slash mature games. That kind of actually had me thinking about something and I'm, we may discuss it on expansion pass Corey, or we may discuss it here if you care to uh, it, it really got me thinking and I, I remember on an old pod block or you know we're not asked about like Nintendo talk about certain mature things and uh, stories and stuff and kind of realized that they actually do we just don't pay attention to them if you think about it um but yeah, other than that, uh, I'm getting back into the groove of things of writing uh, on for for the writing team for Boss Rush. Um, I know I've been away for so long for doing it. Uh, you so and me it's, both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I 
when literally what, what people don't understand is when my old store manager left it literally changed everything at my job mm-hmm. so i and there was there was just so much going on and everything uh and so now i kind of feel like i'm back in things are settled down i'm back in the creative space and i can once again write um and like shout out to Stephanie. She she did I did a better recently and she helped me edit it and got me back like on track and be like, okay, now I see what I need to do and everything. Um you know, cause like I've been away for so long and it kinda just felt like I forgot a lot of stuff. Sorry everybody, I'm getting up in age and I'm getting forgetful at times. I'm sorry. I, I I'm I'm trying to get that youthful spirit, trying to get that remembrance on of doing stuff. Um but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I feel like I'm really in a good space mentally and physically. Well, physically, I need to start working out again because <laughs> I see my tummies getting out there, and I'm just like, yeah, mm. I might have to cut down on some snacks and some fast mm, food. Maybe we should but, make snacks uh, under once a month, Ed, instead of every week. Oh shoot, no, <laughs> no, 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 because there's there's just too much goodness out there <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> What we're gonna do? Be like Corey. I had a salad. Me too. Yeah. Okay, it's time for family news. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, if that's what if that's what we have to do, like <laughs> we had we could do like a Ring Fit Adventure challenge or something. We should. That I could be I, I... just because. Like, <laughs> I know you said you feel like you're in a good space. I <laughs> I don't, but that's a different story. <laughs> uh, I mean, we could. That could definitely be like a challenge for us, you know. Maybe like when I come back from vacation, we could we could do that, and as part of playing with power. Oh yeah, our ring fit adventure adventure, <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe maybe that that would you be... have it right. I'm, I gotta go buy it. Okay, you should yeah. get it within the next two weeks, and then we'll have a weekly ring fit adventure adventure. So, so I'm probably gonna get it Friday. Um. Because that is my off day, um, and so I'll probably get, go get it there. Uh, I'm like I'll probably see a Target, or I'll probably check Best Buy because see if they got some sales or something. If not, I may have a coupon, uh, like five dollars off, and get drop down the price. But yeah, are you going to Hills Department Store to go get it? <laughs> <laughs> no, so you know, with me ordering I, Best Buy I and know, their program and stuff, you. yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh. Just like if coupons are like, <laughs> we're going to sit here and cut out the coupons <laughs> of my newspaper. Can I tell you, folks keep leaving coupons around my store <laughs> for the for, for the adult diapers. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to tell you something, Ed. I'd be like, where the heck is this coupon for these adult diapers? Or they'll leave it for candy or dove. I'm like, where the heck did it, did, does this stuff come from? Um, it's it'd be a mess. Dude. I'm like, oh wow, but wow. yeah, but wow. but yeah, I'm I'm, I think doing Ring Fit Adventure and like really changing my eating habits and yeah. everything. Like like and I'll still do, take I'll still go out and do taste tests and everything. Um, and I gotta message Jack also, uh, because the uh, the snack club stuff that he sent me, uh, I've been eating some of it. I, um. 
tasted this one with like um I'll save it for for Nintendo <laughs> Pop uh, because it was it's really good and I kind of figure I was wondering I'm just like is this something that I literally could just order from them and have it shipped because um, if I can I, I think there's gonna be some things I'm being ordered from because it's it's really good hmm. cool uh, but yeah um that's kind of how I been and definitely getting back into the fall. Uh, and watching our latest Nintendo expansion pass, not the one that, not the one that's gonna be coming out soon, because that one, that one, I, I, uh, are you talking about our uh, the Bayonetta one? Yeah, with the four lineup, and when yeah. we got to close to the end, I, and I said to you, uh, I guess we'll agree to disagree, and I'm just like, man, how many, how many times do I disagree with you? A lot. <laughs> About seven years worth of podcasts, <laughs> give or take. But I, but but I think when we had that other discussion, and I think I don't know how you titled it or anything, but you know, we don't even know how that conversation came up, and how we talked about you know third party, um, and Nintendo, um, and I. I that was my latest like banter. Should Nintendo allow? Because I think that was part of the conversation that we had. Should Nintendo allow certain publishers on their next console? You know, I did that as a banner. And then I actually went back and watched one of our older uh, Power Block podcast uh, episodes, and it was just like it was titled "Square and Capcom Speaks About Nintendo Switch," and it was just talking about the support that they've been given to them. And you ask the question, who's the one giving the most support to Nintendo? And now thinking about it after like five years, it, it has to be Square Enix. And I mean, yes, and Ubisoft and Capcom, but man, Square Enix got a lot of original IPs on Switch. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like we talked about, I don't know, probably around that time maybe, where like you know, it seems like they're big, like, AAA, let's dump all of our money into graphics and battle systems and stuff. Like, they're going to PlayStation, right? But they're, like, mm-hmm. they're like AA and kind of, I would say, indie-inspired stuff. Like, Oct- I guess more old-school Square, right? Like Octopath Traveler, which we have a question about for Power Block later on that. But uh, Octopath Traveler and... You know, Live Alive seems to be doing pretty well for them, which I didn't really know what kind of game that was. And I heard it. I was listening to. I forget what show I was listening to. Oh, uh, last week's Game Scoop uh, where mm-hmm. they were talking about it. And I I didn't know they were like, it's almost like Octopath Traveler where you're playing these little vignettes and they all kind of tie together at the end. Yeah. Uh, it sounds really interesting. I kind of want to play it now. Uh, it sounds like it's a lot shorter than Octopath Traveler, though, which is great. It it is so it was kind of almost like Saga Frontier, in oh, a gross. sense. Don't tell me that. As in where you can select different characters to mm. start, okay. um, because uh, Live and Live was <laughs> Saga Frontier is, it's quite possibly the second worst RPG that I've ever played. Like I give props to, I have my problems with Wild Arms. I still Wild Arms is still functional. In a sense, Saga Frontier is just a mess of a game. Like, like 
you you can't grind it in the game. All the enemies, like the difficulty is ramped up from the start of the game. And it's just like I don't got time. I can't grind to fight you guys. Like it could literally take ten hits for my whole party dead. Game over. And then there's barely any save files. Soccer Frontier is a mess of a game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean my son is still up. He's uh he's he's hitting this phase where like he won't go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Because we're trying to like get him to fall asleep in his crib, but his crib's really close to the door and the light, so he'll like open the door and close the door and turn the light on and start playing. And it's just not working. So, uh you can hear him kind of playing in the background. Sorry, everybody. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Live Alive seems really interesting. Uh, Bravely Default, they've brought, you know, I Am Setsuna and uh, Lost Fear, which I know were kind of PlayStation first. But um, See, I Am Setsuna, yes. Lost Fear, not really. I think Lost Fear was new for everything. Because I have the physical Lost Fear for Switch, which... Which is kind of um, weird yet nice. Weird in the fact that I had to order this from Square Enix. Like, in order to get this game. Oh, that's right, because it was a Square Store exclusive. Yeah, and I kind of like that in a sense. I wish wish more companies would do that where, like, I could just order straight from them (laughs) instead of waiting to see if it pops up on Amazon or not. (laughs) Uh, Right. But... Besides Nintendo and the Xenoblade Chronicles collection, that was just a mess. Yeah, did you see it went up on the store the other day again for whatever? And like, I guess on launch day, you can pre-order it for another release in like October or something. Yeah, because I think it's the UK or something. Oh, it's such a huge mess. Um, I think the only like real AAA project that they ported over to Switch was Dragon Quest. I mean, unless you count, like, their older games, which are pretty AAA still, like, I don't know. I still think Final Fantasy X and Twelve are awesome on the Switch, but... And then um, we got that Final Fantasy fifteen, like... Oh, the Pocket Edition, yeah. The Pocket Edition, yeah. Which wasn't terrible. I know we made fun of it a lot before it came out, and then I played it, and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun and actually probably better than the main version. <laughs> I mean, we got the sequel to The World Ends With You also yeah. um, on there. Yeah. Uh, which I know you said you didn't enjoy. <laughs> yeah, that um, was weird. I just... Mm, nope. I, I was waiting for you to send it to me. Mm, sorry. What? <laughs> uh, uh, but, like, the secret of... Like, the collect... I love the collection of mana. I mean, because... Secret of Mana is one of my favorite RPGs, but I've never, like I said, I never got to play Trials of Mana, the mm-hmm. original one. Um, and I mean, I always seen it in uh, EGM, but it just never came here. But man, come on, Capcom, I, I want Breath of Fire. No, not Capcom Square. I'm sorry. Um, no, Capcom. Yes, I'm sorry. Oh, good. The thing is, the thing is, is like. Some of these old school companies need to license that HD 2D engine from Square and let, mm-hmm. like, you know, because, like, how cool would something like, I don't know, not even an RPG, like, Ninja Gaiden look on that, or, I don't know, 
one or some other classic <laughs> games that will look cool <laughs> in that art. You know what I mean, though. But like, yes. you know, I think I think that there are some games from other companies that would look really awesome. Like, imagine like an upgraded like original Metal Gear. Oh, would look in yes. that, and that top-down perspective would actually give it some depth and look like really cool. Yeah, you know. Um. Uh, shoot. Uh, give me um Fantasy Star one or two. Oh no, like, Fantasy I, Star, yeah. Like I definitely Fantasy Star one these. I didn't even know they did like a remake in Japan. It may be here in America, but like remake Fantasy Star one and all of the problems that they had. Like I will, I will play it or or yeah or let's or license it to Sega so we could get Fantasy Star five. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm actually kind of shocked that. Sega didn't continue like a single player fantasy star. I wonder I wonder if they're like looking at final, how Square is handling Final Fantasy and wondering if that mm-hmm. could be a route they could take. Although <laughs> Fantasy Star Online 2 has been running since for almost 10 years, so I mean which is crazy. I, I well, think longer so. than that, I guess, if you include Probably like the, so. the GameCube version, I guess. Which I kind of feel like Fancy Star now kind of fits well on Microsoft's platform, in a sense. Yeah, but it's coming to PlayStation um, in September, I think. For the online portion. Uh huh. Oh, online game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's very weird. I was actually talking to Nick, and I probably talk about this in in more detail on uh Poblock. Um. I was talking to I like I messaged Nick because him and the guest was talking about Stray on um, their podcast, and I kind of told him because he said that man I re- hope Stray comes to Switch, and I kind of feel like I don't want Stray on Switch, and that that's a really odd thing for me to say it, but and I think it's because of me playing the whole game. Like I said, I'll speak on that on blah blah, but I don't know. I think there's sometimes when I experience it a game. That I'm glad that I experienced it on that particular console and be like, yeah, this don't need to be on Nintendo. Now, I, don't get me wrong. I would love it for it to be on Nintendo, but that's a really odd and kind of sometimes hard thing for me to say that I don't want a game on a Nintendo platform because I like it from I like it where it's at. And not, and not trying to be gatekeeping or anything, but I don't know if have you ever felt that like you played the game on another console and you kind of feel like it doesn't it shouldn't stay on it shouldn't go to a Nintendo console. I mean, I don't really I don't really care cuz I think that every like, you know, for the most part like every game should be on everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I've felt that way about playing other games on a Nintendo console that maybe it shouldn't have been uh <laughs> like uh Assassin's Creed 3 and 4 on the Wii U, like pretty much any third-party game on the Wii U. <laughs> Because I oh, play no. them all for this show <laughs> or for Pal Block. But, you know, I mean, I I don't know, man. I I just it's the and I know it's cheesy and I know somebody's going to make fun of me. And I know people who listen to this show, especially people in Boss Rush, are going to make fun of me for saying this. But it's like the Phil Spencer quote or the. <laughs> you know, the prepared Microsoft statement quote that Phil Spencer said is like, you know, however you want to take that, uh, when everybody plays, we all win thing, Mm -hmm. you know, it just like, we're in this era now where like cross play is pretty much mandatory across the board and cross progression. And 
uh, save data transfers and deal. You know what I mean? Like we're in this era where all that really counts for something and it doesn't matter. And we have tools like discord or Skype or, uh, you know, zoom to, to talk to people while we play games mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily linked to the consoles. And it's great now because discord is coming to Xbox and PlayStation. Right. Uh, which is awesome because especially a big destiny fan, like I am, uh, having a discord is going to be awesome because, you know, hypothetically, if I ever made other friends outside of a couple, a couple of friends that I play destiny with, I could use discord to talk to them. <laughs> uh, you know, and you know, I, I just, I really feel that games, if, if it's not a first party game, even certain first party games, I guess, right. Like with Minecraft and, you know, yeah. that deal, that Microsoft deal with Activision supposedly going to close next month and, or this month, I guess, cause it's August. Uh, was that actually last year that they purchased them? Has it been a year? I have no idea, man. I don't remember. Everything's such a blur at this point. You know, and and I have been so busy with everything, which we'll probably get to towards the end of the show. But like with everything with Boss Rush and keeping up with all the shows and the editing and just working in my new job, which I absolutely love my new job. But, you know, it's taken up other time that I would be using to do other things. Right. And Mm. uh, two kids now instead of one, it's like. I just don't keep up with things anymore like I used to. And it's not to say that I don't do the research when we go to do the shows and stuff because uh, I do. But it used to be like, you know, you would ask me on like, if we were recording Nintendo Power Block on Wednesday and you would ask me on like Friday about something, I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever, you know, that. Or if we were doing Arsenal X and I could spew out a bunch of stuff before the show right because i just pay attention and i used to look up stuff and i used to Mm -hmm. be all in ign and and game informer and whatever website you can think of i used to be there and now it's just like oh okay i I will get to the news when i get to it or i'll see something on twitter when i'm at work when i'm trying to fix something and i'll be like oh that's neat that's cool um and so it's just it's just become a lot harder you know, keeping up yeah. with, <laughs> it's almost like the reverse, how we have Bosro stuff set up now is like, it's almost like the reverse should have happened where like, before I had my kids and stuff, we should have probably done like all this. And, but now that I have two kids and trying to keep up with work and my wife and activities and, you know, next week I'm going on vacation, which is this week, if you're listening to this and, <laughs> um, you know, it's kind of come to a point where, like, I wish, like, maybe we didn't do all this <laughs> uh, <laughs> because it's really hard to keep up with everything. And, um, you know, I, I, I think that in terms of games being on Nintendo, like games that shouldn't be on Nintendo. Yeah, I think there's plenty that probably shouldn't be on a Nintendo console until they figure out how to do their online cons- system or have a more powerful console for one. Like I'm a mm-hmm. big destiny fan destiny as much as I would love to play destiny and it's some sort of handheld mode or something. It, it switch is not the place for that. Right. Like I, as much as I would love it or like, and, and that's, and it's an interesting thing that you say that because I, 
when I play Destiny, even not you know, going from uh, PlayStation to Xbox, because I think I, I think I beat it on PlayStation. I beat the first one on PlayStation, and then when I was playing, uh, when I was playing the second one, and I did the demo, I was like, uh, no, I can't do it on PS4. But then played on Xbox, be like, oh, this is so much better. I kind of feel like, yeah, this is a game that don't need to be on Nintendo at all. Mm-mm. For some reason, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not knocking Destiny for you know for that, but it's just like you feel good on other places, mm-hmm. you don't feel good on a Nintendo system. And to me personally, I'm not seeing the community asking for Destiny to be on a Nintendo system. I mean, I kind of was at first, just because like I would love some sort of handheld, you know. And <laughs> to be fair, I've actually debated. Uh, getting a steam deck for destiny but it's not Mm -hmm. compatible so you know uh because of all like the anti-cheat stuff but like i bought a backbone like for my phone 80 percent of the reason why i bought that and i think that's a little low it's probably more like 90 percent was to do like weekly stuff in destiny while i'm laying in bed right because like Mm -hmm. i can i can run three strikes without you know uh uh sitting in front of the TV and having perfect connection, right? Like I, I'm probably not going to die. And if I do like somebody will revive me, whatever I don't, or, you know, doing my weekly gunsmith bounty, daily gunsmith bounties or doing, you know, just dumb stuff like that, running around the uh, throne world, trying to get those bounties done. Right. Like I can do all that without having a perfect connection. Am I ever going to raid? on my phone with this backbone no <laughs> no no am i ever gonna do like iron banner or trials of osiris on my phone no but you know i can do my day i can do my daily or weekly crucible matches and be done mm-hmm. with it right like i can do a generic multiplayer match and survive three rounds and get my bounties done you know like that's totally something i can do so i just uh there's i mean there's a lot of games like that too right like uh like the division is another game that I actually really like and just yes. don't have time to play. That's a game that doesn't really need to be on Switch at all, you know. No. But then there are games where I would love to have a Switch version, like Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a game that I absolutely adore, and I would love to just play handheld mode on Switch for hours and hours it's, and hours. Yeah, and because that world is so big and there's so much to do, mm-hmm. taking that on the go with your Switch would just make sense. So, like, if you're on a train ride or if you're, you know, just if you're just doing something where you're traveling or you're going, like, even on an airplane and stuff and you're able to do it and you want to, like, get through the game or just play some something from here and there i feel like switch is good for that yeah for a game like that yeah you know and i think with like like oh go ahead i'm sorry oh i i was gonna say and i know like assassin's creed 2 3 and 4 are on the switch and they're like they're good ports but like they've i tried to play assassin's creed 2 a few weeks ago and i played for like three or four hours and it definitely shows its age to the point where i'm like maybe I don't want to play you, you know? And Mm -hmm. at least at that moment, I was just like not prepared for that because I had been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, right? And Assassin's Creed Odyssey feels so good to play. Like the movement's perfect. The combat is awesome. I I need to uh, install it on uh, Series Series X because I got the digital version. Right. I want to see how... how, Well, it has the Series X upgrade. 
for free. I want to see how good it is. Oh my gosh, it's like it to me. That's like, and I know this is an unpopular opinion, and I don't really understand why, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey is like a top ten game of all time for me. I absolutely okay. love that game. Uh, and not Shoot, to, the, not to say Valhalla. <laughs> I know I. Uh, Dude, I've bought all the DLC for Valhalla because I'm like, I'm going to play this after Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I'm still not done with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I started that game like two years ago. I, um, I need to start it up. Yeah, I, I uh, since it was been on sale, it's always on sale. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's on sale right now for like, <laughs> I think the base version is $10. And dude, yeah. that's a lot of game for $10. I'm, exactly. I, you so. know... <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I think I'm gonna install it. Uh, I think once I I need to hurry up get Tomb Raider off my system. I might just delete Tomb Raider. Um, just come back to it when I feel like it. Uh, those are game. By the way, those are games I feel like would be great on Switch. Yes. And, yes. I mean they're not. I mean at least the. See, I would even say Shadow would be all right on Switch, but those games are 360 games. You know. Yeah, I think. I, I know for like Rise of the Tomb Raider, I definitely want. I think the original Tomb Raider, of course, I I I want the whole trilogy on there. I think Rise of the Tomb Raider will make will be so successful on Switch, due to the fact that that game came out when Fallout Four was coming out, and people laughed at it. People were just like, I'm getting a Fallout Xbox, this and that, and all the stuff, and mm-hmm. PlayStation Four. And then Rise of the Tomb Raider came out on PlayStation Four, and it still didn't do nothing. So I'm just like. Put it on a system where I think a, I think gamers and the community will be like, um, that's intriguing that you guys are putting this on Switch. I wonder how it plays and if the game is good. And I have a feeling that the game will do probably well for it. I think people will be like, how did I miss this game? You know, I, I really feel like this would be the third third chance and sometimes third, the third time is the charm the, the third time is the charm i think the i think of on switch it would get some traction and people would talk about it more i know we say that a lot on on our podcast but i feel like rise of the tomb raider is like one of the strongest games in that series don't get me wrong love shadow of the tomb raider um but Rise is just such a strong game, and I think it got judged because it came out from Fallout 4. And even when it hit PlayStation 4 for the PlayStation community, it still got ignored. So I think the Nintendo or gamers who are new to Switch, like to game or getting back into it, I think they'll pick it up. And hey, drop, drop Rise of the Tomb Raider for $40 or even do the whole collection for $50. Yeah. I just think, I just think that people want stuff like that on the go you know like a third person mm-hmm. action adventure and it's not like there's not enough of those on switch but like something big and meaty like that i think people want yes so um sorry everybody if this is sounding like an expression <laughs> i mean <laughs> I look i mean this is just like i mean boss rush podcast is a general discussion podcast it just goes where yes. it goes right and i mean yeah we kind of keep I mean, we don't talk a lot of Nintendo on the show a lot because we have Nintendo Bowblock, obviously. But like, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> I don't care. But I, I think you know. Uh, I think I think it's such a good thing, and that's why I said listen, like listen to Nick and them, and you know, thinking about Stray, I was just like, man, there are. I'm like, I've never. There's not a lot of times that I feel that way that I don't want a game on a Nintendo platform. Like, I 
I, I say that I won't try to fall too on Switch so bad. <laughs> and that's another game. But I'm like, I bought Titanfall 2 on Xbox when it came out uh, originally. I bought it on Xbox One. Loved it so much that I had to get it on PS4. When it was uh, when it was a good sale on PS4, I bought it for like, it was like 3 or $5 for PS4. I'm like, I need to go pick this up. Um, and I got the like, the deluxe edition on Xbox One when Titanfall 2 came out. And I, and I feel like, man... I, I know I have my thoughts about what that person said about it um, um from respawn and everything but I'm but I'm like I I would I would give this game a, another go if they bought it for switch like because it, it's it's so it's just so good and I think when I get to a point where a game is just so good that I don't even I don't even feel like it needs to be on another platform like when when rhyme came out enjoyed it on playstation 4 and then when it hit switch i'm just like i'm not gonna double dip because i got what i needed from this game and then when i found out that game had problems and everything i was just like yeah people want to support this i you know, I would direct you to play it on these other platforms this switch until they got that game ready. But something like Gree, Gree is like the reverse where I was just like, I love Gree being on on, on Switch. When it came to PlayStation, I bought the game. Um uh, and I really bought the game kind of for the achievements on PlayStation 4, even though I haven't got them all. But I really was screaming at Santa Monica uh, the developers of God of War, which is like, I would love to see what you would do with this art style for a game. Well, I think, I think that, <clears throat> I think that you could take because, like, I think what would be cool for like a like God of War, right? There's mm-hmm. this huge gap between three and four, right? Yes, I'm calling it God of War four because that's what it is. Uh, where like he obviously leaves the Greek pantheon because he murdered them all. Right. And there's this huge gap between there and, you know, where we see him in uh, the last game. Right. And so, yes, what happens there? And I think an interesting, and you know, I'm, I'm one of the people who actually really, I, I don't know where revisionist history changed. And I don't know if it's because people are like, quote unquote trying to trying to be woke or hip or whatever you want to call it but like god of war 2 was like one of the most amazing games i had ever played when it came out yeah god of war 2 like god of war was fun right like god of war was fun right it was interesting it was cool god of war 2 was amazing that game was like incredible the way like they gave you like they totally metroided you right where like they gave you all your powers yeah like as you progress to the level, you lost them, but like fighting the Colossus of Rhodes and kind of like, you know, chaining it to the, to the, to the, um, the docks, right. And kind of taking it out and then climbing up inside and kind of taking it out from the inside. And you would like, that was one of the most amazing openings to a game ever, ever. Yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, God of War two, by the way, top 10 game for me as well. Uh, I feel like God of, I feel like God of War Two was so clean. Yeah, uh, 
like I, I didn't have no problems with God of War 2. I think what I had a problem with God of War 1 is that sometimes a little, it was a little bit challenging. You were mm-hmm. fighting this way. And it's, it's a well-designed game. Especially when you War... get to the temple on the back of the Titan, right? Where, like, you're yeah. trying to get to Pandora's oh, box or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. whole section was, like, you know, you had to twist the stairs a certain way. And, like, it was easy to get lost in there. Like, I like the concept. It was really easy to get lost in there. Uh also, like, the part where you're kind of climbing out of Hades, right, where there's, like, there's a couple, you know, kind of BS traps in there where you're like, oh, okay, that was that was stupid. I'm trying to climb this yeah. wall here, and you have these flame archers. Again, I was, pro- I was playing on the hardest difficulty, so that was probably part of the reason. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just, I, re- I, I even like Ascension. I thought Ascension's story was pretty cool, the prequel. Yeah, I got it for PS3 uh, mm-hmm. when they released it but i just didn't play it all mm-hmm. it's stuff. yeah um, but like after you like take on the entire greek pantheon it's like kind of hard to go back and do a prequel right they should have what they should have done is led with ascension on ps3 right mm-hmm. and then you know concluded with god of war 3 i think that would have if you switch those i think ascension would have you know reviewed a lot better because you know obviously it looks amazing i i think ascension looks really good uh, the boss fights were really interesting and then you know but that's besides the point uh yeah but back to like this interstitial place right where like i think you could do like a 20 or 30 you know quote unquote downloadable game whatever uh to kind of tell the story of kratos's journey between you know the greek mythology and the norse mythology how did he get here why does he have a beard like how did he build his cabin like you could totally do that you could do how did he remarry yeah like you could kind of go through that and sort of like a almost like a i don't want to say a journey-esque type of game but you could totally do something interesting in that way like uh like a 90 minute kind of thing you know yeah I mean, it wouldn't be unheard of to do that, uh, but I don't know. That I think that would be really interesting. You could like even even if you didn't do it in the Greek style, right? You could totally do it in like the Greek kind of. What was that? What was that indie game that came out where it looked like you were like the little Greek people on clay pots and stuff? It was a PlayStation Plus game. Oh, I think it was called uh, a Pathion or something. I think so. Yes. Yeah. And like you could told it was like a Metroidvania style game. Uh but like you could like you could even do something interesting like that or I don't know. But you, I think you could do something interesting with IP that aren't exactly what you expect from the IP, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, God of War, I think you would have to have a little bit of combat, but I think that I think that kind of hack and slash works and it would be almost like a beat 'em up type game, you know. And you don't have to do it like the whole way through, but you could have combat sections and puzzle sections and side-scrolling storytelling sections, right? And yeah, uh, the storytelling doesn't even have to be fully animated, right? Like something that I think Destiny does really well with its seasonal events is they create these little, almost like animated art cards, right? Where you know it's like a black and white kind of drawing, and that kind of there's a narration over it, and then the scene changes when they move through the story you know yeah i don't you could do something like that yeah i think 
that kind of I think that kind of narrative and storytelling to fill in the gap of stuff is something that I would I would definitely love to see Sony dive into and everything. Um yeah, that's I think that's cool when you play a game and something about it makes you makes you wish that another developer would take a look at it and incorporate it, incorporate some ideas in that same style and present it to people um, or present it to gamers and stuff. Be like, hey, I, we love the style that they did with Gree. Uh, so we're going to we're going to borrow this star or have, you know, give her our take and not in, you know, whatever you want to do with the production and, and everything. But we want to tell this narrative using this style. I, I, I think that's, that's really cool and stuff. And not, I don't feel, I don't feel like it should be like a rip off, but of course I'm down with stuff that pays homage to someone else's style. You know, when we look at jet set radio, um, to me personally, that's the introduction of cell shading. And then you look at Wind Waker, who took that who Nintendo, they took that art style, but yet made it their own also. You know, and just like, yeah, we got cell we could do cell shading, but we're making the colors and the palette look different. Where, you know, um well, Jet Set Radio is kind of hip and cool and punk and you know and everything. We're taking the, we're taking that cell shading and we're mixing it with this watercolor look to it and everything, but yet clean and simple. So both are doing cell shading, but they're doing it in their own different way, in a sense. And you can respect both and love both, which a lot of people do, you know. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to mute myself when I'm not talking because, <laughs> you know, kids. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of... Th- I Again, I'm not, like, probably the best person to talk about indie games on this show because, like, I don't really care. But I think there's a lot of... In- I'm, I mean, I do care, but you know what I mean. Like, I don't care the way that a lot of people do around here. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, Death's Door is the first indie game I've played since Gree, right? And so, All right. what does that tell you? came out in what 2019 2019 20 somewhere in there 18 or 19 yeah uh oh, such a big year still <laughs> so i mean you know I'll, well i guess shovel knight dlc too but anyways my, my point is is like i'm at the point in my life in terms of like where my family is and the amount of time that i have to play games is like mm-hmm. I tend to be drawn to the IP I already know to play. And by the way, I've saw some great videos of horizon forbidden West the other day. Uh. And it was like really the first time I'm like, man, I wish I had a PlayStation five to play that. Like I need to return to four. Uh, I, with PS4 to finish it. Oh man, I I love Horizon so much. I want to play. I want to play the new game so bad, but I don't have a PlayStation Five, and I'm not going to spend five hundred fifty dollars <laughs> just to play the game. But gosh, that talk, like that game is like the m- most beautiful game I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man, Horizon. Like that's what I'm talking about, though, because like you could do something interesting with. Horizon, and look how many art styles Aloy's been in and has just fit. Like, you look at the Monster Hunter stuff. You look at mm-hmm. Fortnite. She's been in 
there was one other thing. She, oh, uh, I mean, her costume was in Sackboy's Big Adventure. Uh, and it's like, you could do something really interesting with Aloy in some, uh, like a smaller experience or like an, a Horizon style game. Uh, like, you know, what if you did like a, a city builder, but in like the world of Horizon where you kind of grow your camp up and you have to learn mm-hmm. how to, like, you have to grow your tribe and you have to fight off some of the robot dinosaurs that or maybe be, you tra- that would literally be interesting to see you know or you like train some of them and like some of them to protect for you or you use certain you know what i mean like you told like you could grow a civilization in the horizon years i think that would be super cool but like yeah that's something that these companies aren't ever going to do right they're going to leave that to uh city skylines or uh you know frontier with planet coaster or something you know like one of these sim style games but i think that's i think that's why we and i'm using nintendo with ubisoft with mario rabbits i'm like when you can't i think when you can't do something like that but you still want someone but you still want that kind of idea in that universe or that series it's okay to go out and let someone else do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Sony has ever did that or anything, but I think that's why I kind of love that Nintendo has let Ubisoft take Mario and create that um, Mario Rabbids. And look how great that game came out. And I will, and I, I kind of feel like, you know, even with Nintendo working with Microsoft to allow them to do Minecraft with Mario stuff, but only bring it to Nintendo. That's fine. I would love for that to be even on Microsoft stuff or any other platform if Nintendo was really <laughs> feeling generous. Right. But I think that's I think that's why I like when game companies do that. Definitely when we we talked about this on Power Block, uh, Nintendo and Microsoft having a good relationship and everything. I kind mm-hmm. of feel like, you know, Nintendo be open and let other publishers take your IP and do something with it because I think they could do a good job. They did Sega did it with uh Sonic Mania. They let a, a whole different independent company. Well, it take started the Sonic as a mod. Franchise. It started as a mod yeah. project, and you know, I mean, <laughs> after that game came out, they closed the studio down. But <laughs> you know, after that, <gasps> well, oh, remember, no. well, Sega bought them, bought the studio, and <laughs> after Sonic Mania came out, I think they like closed the studio down or something. Something ridiculous happened after that game came out, and it was like a Did huge. Did not know that. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of the movie. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I would love to see a Sonic Mania sequel. I like yeah. Sonic Mania a lot, and I I've... I bought the Switch Collector's Edition. I have the big Sonic standing on the Genesis statue. Oh, nice! Which I will display at some point in my house. Uh, so, I I just bought it for a uh, Series X. For like ten dollars, mm-hmm. so I can't wait uh, to play it there. The reason why I didn't buy it on Switch is because I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm but like, you can play I, it with I, the Genesis I, controller, Ed. I don't have the Genesis controller. By the way, no. Nintendo release a six button Genesis controller, please, so I can play Street okay. Fighter for real. <laughs> that 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 I would do. I would wait for a six button to do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think it was just like because I was buying some other games. On 
that I wanted on Xbox, you know, I'm like, well, this has a cart and I can do this all in one. Something that Nintendo doesn't have yet. Yeah. Nintendo, invest in that, please get that. Do two. Th- this is two things that I want Nintendo to really do. <laughs> a get uh get where I could just tap my credit card on my Switch and buy games. <laughs> oh no, that's B. dangerous. No, that's so dangerous. <laughs> B uh literally um get get a cart system so i could buy multiple oh, games oh yeah cart system i can't believe they don't have one of those but yeah. so did i tell you the other day so i set up my switch to where like you have to put a password in to buy games cuz like i if i was a responsible adult i would put my switch away every time i used it but no i usually lay it on the arm of the couch and then i'll leave for work and then it's like you know, under some pillows when I get home. I'm like, why is my Switch laying here? And, you know, it's because my kids are playing it. Well, like, I put I put a password thing because I'm like, well, what if... Because I caught Miles doing the touchscreen stuff and he was, like, in the eShop, right? And so uh-huh. I put I put a password on my, on my eShop and I'm like, I can't buy anything. What's happening over there? Uh, fire. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh... You know, and I put a password on so he couldn't buy anything. And I was like, all right, that's great. That's a great idea. Well, the other day I had, it was just me and him here while Riley and my, and Sana were out. And, uh, I was, I had the Xbox on, uh, because I was checking something. I needed to check, uh, something on destiny. And so I left the room and I had just turned my Xbox on. I came back and he spent like $30 on something. And, and like, I don't know what he spent it on. <laughs> in Destiny? No, on just Xbox in general. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he bought something for $30 and I have no idea what it is. Did you check your email? Uh, So the thing is, is I didn't, I had my phone in the kitchen and I was like checking email stuff right for uh work and just some other things going on and i deleted all the emails that i wasn't working (sighs) on and like i mean i could go through my junk mail but like yeah it's not it's not that big a deal it was just like oh my gosh he spent thirty dollars what did he buy (laughs) you know (laughs) why do i feel like here's the thing i should i should have learned that a while ago because he bought (laughs) He did buy me South Park at one point, too, <laughs> uh, like two years ago, or not two years ago, but like six months ago, right? He couldn't have bought it two years ago. He's, did uh, he buy his first mature M-rated gay? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> like he was just screwing around and like he bought me the South Park. He bought me South Park on Xbox, which was cool, but I already own it on Switch and I'm like, I don't need it on two platforms at this point. Oh, man. Uh... South Park, by the way, those games are great. If you like Paper Mario, you should probably play South Park. I didn't like the first one, but I think I, I think I'll probably end up picking up one or two. The on first Xbox. one's the first one's better. I I in, in in a gameplay sense, the story in the second one's way better. But I like the basic kind of JRPG, mm-hmm. uh, Paper Mario style uh gameplay in the first one, whereas the second one's more of like a grid based tactics light strategy rpg uh so yeah i'll probably I, yeah i'll probably be visiting my xbox in 
because uh, I I think I own it on PlayStation, but I think I'll probably get it on Xbox because they're always like on sale and it's cheap. And I'm like, you know what? Let me give this one a fair shot because, like, at the first or second hour, I was just like, I do not. It wasn't the gameplay that I was mad about. I think it was just like the story and the stuff just like kind of irritated. I'm just like, I'm I don't have the mind frame for this. <laughs> like, this is irritating. That's fair. Um. Yeah. Anyways, video games. Are you uh? You played anything? I'm gonna need you to rant about what you're playing so I can go pee because uh, <laughs> I had a big old energy drink and it's gone and now it's time to come out. So rant. Okay. I'm leaving that in, by the way. Everybody can just hear me ranting about how much I had to pee. It's fine. <laughs> and away he goes. So uh, I am playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3 everyone um and you'll probably hear more about it or probably the same thing on nintendo pop like if you check it out um i literally can say that it is in my top nomination for game of the year and not just because it's a nintendo game no gameplay is good solid um, there's a lot of cutscenes, so if you, if people who are already playing it know what I mean, uh, I think this is kind of, this one is kind of like the first one. Well, not the first one, but it kind of reminds me of the PlayStation Two games with with the Xeno, uh, uh, the Xeno Saga games. That uh, there's like a lot of cutscenes and everything, but good googly moogie, this soundtrack, this soundtrack is a May Zing. Like, uh, I I literally want this soundtrack. Like, I want a physical CD of this soundtrack for Xenoblade. Corey, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 soundtrack, man, the best soundtrack of 2022. That's what like, I hear. Nothing is such like people get into battles just to hear the music. Hmm. Uh, people look forward to the uh boss battles. Because of the music. And even just being in the land is so mellow and just amazing. Man, the piano, the violins, the drums, just everything about this. Like, they. I, I, I think there was a story or a leak or something about Xenoblade having like a live orchestra making the music of this game. Yeah, we um, talked about it on Power Block at one point. Okay. They leaked it on their Facebook page in January, okay. I think. Whoever arranged the music needs to get a Grammy for this. <laughs> like this, this soundtrack. Like it's. I think people who end up picking up Xenoblade Chronicles three, or if, I, and I hope Nintendo just just releases a super soundtrack for this. Like even do it for, like even sell it on your website if you could, or go to somebody. I don't know. Find a way to get this soundtrack out. People, man, this just almost every place that I go to, I sit back and I listen to the music. Um. I, I like I said, the gameplay is great. I love the characters. Uh, the voice acting is good. Um, there's a lot. I, I did, Corey. I will say there was at one point that 30 minutes had passed and it was still in the cutscene. So I put the controller down and started eating snacks. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, 
August eleventh, oh, two thousand or twenty twenty one is when we talked about it. Okay, January uh, August, it's fine. Almost uh, a year ago, actually. Yeah, man, this music just just wow. I I can't really say enough. Like I I it's this be in my nomination for game of the year. Like right now, it it. As much as I love Kirby and Forgotten Land, Xenoblade Chronicles Three has knocked this down. Hmm. Like, like this is li- now. I gotta see how Splatoon Three is. I gotta see how Bayonetta is. I gotta see how some of these other games and stuff. I I love. I enjoyed Shredder's Revenge for what it is. Um, but man, I the time and the hours that I put, like still to this day, um. People are just like, should I get Xenoblade Chronicles three or you know, mm-hmm. should I look, get the definitive or one or two? But people just like, I I they're enjoying this game, <clears throat> showing some of the upgrades. Um, nothing about the story has been really spoiled yet for a lot of people, so that's good. Mm-hmm. It's just been literally about the music and people being excited of playing this game. So Monolith Soft, they that they're in a spotlight they're getting the recognition and everything i'm glad that this game has finally released um i actually funny story Corey. i actually had to pre-order the i had to buy the game on friday on the day of release because uh somehow i must have not pre-ordered the game mm. and stuff so i literally sat in best buy's parking lot uh Ordered the game, wait for the store to open, and then went and go picked up my game. <laughs> wow, wow! Uh, and then uh, um, wag my way home <laughs> in my car. <laughs> uh, I, I, I sometimes wish people could just see me one day, just like buy my games and be like, "Thank you," and then just see me run out <laughs> and all this all this joy comes out. And then I twist the twirl and get into my car <laughs> and be like, I'm about to go. Because sometimes our, uh, there's a grocery store right by it and there's going to be a day where I just literally have a Japanese day where I just I buy my game, from, pick my game up from Best Buy, go to the grocery store, pick up a big thing of sushi, wow. find something to drink, and then get in the car and go home. <laughs> I have done that though. Um, well, I have did the well. Laurent gets me on this, but when I bought Hyrule Warriors because it was a red thing, mm-hmm. I got that pizza and the cold red Mountain Dew, which is like, yeah, I, I'm so excited. So, wow, yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> but pretty much, I'm just gonna keep it right there for what I've been playing because everybody, you're gonna have to. By probably by the time this, is, you'll know what I've been playing by watching Nintendo Power Block. But if you haven't, uh, go check that episode out. So, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Uh, I'm going to be talking a little about a little bit more about it on uh, Nintendo Power Block. So I'll just keep it right there. Hmm. Cool. Uh, I mean, for me, I my nephews came over this weekend and we played a bunch of games and uh, we played like Smash and uh, Ninja Turtles and we played a little bit of Destiny. And it was it was fun. Uh, but for me, like Destiny has been the big thing. I've been trying to finish my season pass this past week. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> it's uh, I'm I just didn't play a lot this season, and it just I don't know. I I've been getting back into it in, <laughs> in like a real way recently, and mm-hmm. it's been 
it's been um it's been interesting it's been trying to grind it out and list i mean the seasonal stories are always really good right like it's just sometimes the event kind of is not fun and the in the story kind of uh missions aren't exactly sometimes they're sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not uh so but i i've been trying to grind them out because uh i i <laughs> i need to finish my season pass uh because or else i feel like i wasted like ten dollars uh, <laughs> you know so uh, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of all I've been playing. I've been so just trying to get a bunch of stuff ready for when I go on vacation. And I feel like I'm always like recording or editing or trying to get stuff ready for when I'm not here, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of just like not, it hasn't made me like not want to play games or talk about them. It just kind of made me like, you know, I, I just I feel I do feel like the burnout to in to an extent, you know, and yeah. Um you know, I mean, we're probably honestly like I'm going to be honest with people who are listening to this patron patrons are going to hear this first. We're probably going to be uh canceling the weekly format for Standard Def uh soon just because that's the show that sticks out as like the sore thumb for everyone seemingly. And, uh, it's, you know, it's the only day that we don't have a set date to, to record, right? Like, it's always like, oh, well, when's everybody free? You know, cause like Pal Black records on Mondays, right? Yeah. And Boss Rush records on Wednesdays and Crossroads on Tuesdays. And, you know, I record my Destiny podcast on Thursdays and then we do expansion pass after that or after Pal yes. Block sometimes. And, uh, like everything just has like a set day and standard definition is like the show that doesn't have a set day. We kind of just record two episodes back to back and try to hope that, Oh, maybe next weekend we could record two more or something, you know? And mm-hmm. it's just not working um, the way I wanted it to, uh, but we're going to, we're going to, uh, you know, with Celeste being back Ed, and you kind of helping out with interviews and talk the walk coming back in a kind of like a more significant way, which is like, mm-hmm. those are like the two things everybody wants, right? Nobody, <laughs> nobody cares about the other shows we do. They want, they want it one V ones and they want talk the walk. So we're kind of bringing them back in a real way. Uh, Celeste said she can, you know, she's going to have two interviews a month. I know we're going to try to do one. well, not try we're gonna do one talk the walk a month uh we already yes. have one recorded and edited i just i'm holding it until we can figure out the new kind of supplemental schedule right mm. um we're we're probably gonna we're we're moving ranking nintendo over to nintendo power block because that'll be an easy thing for ed and i to do and you know stephanie can uh be on on friday nights if we decide to record on a friday night and um you know we're still kind of working out a lot of those logistics but uh it's been stressful (laughs) i've been really stressed out about a lot going on with boss rush recently and i know this isn't really like the 
show to <laughs> talk about this <laughs> on and probably shouldn't be talking about it publicly, you know, in any real fashion. But I just, I've just, you ever have that feeling where like you kind of just are doing things and doing things and doing things and doing things and then you just kind of forget to have fun doing it <laughs> because I, you feel I like think... so much pressure like people people are expecting the things like the content that we put out and people are expecting you know we have to deliver the patreon stuff and we have to like get all this stuff organized and scheduled and it's almost like people are I, to me, like I have this weird thing in my head where it just feels like people are counting on us and people are counting on me to do all this stuff. And it's, I'm like putting a lot of pressure on myself and people keep telling me that I don't need to, but I feel like it just it's, won't stop. <laughs> sometimes it's a, sometimes it's a mental thing and sometimes it's a, it's a control thing. And it's, uh, sometimes it's a routine thing that you get into this routine that, Okay, we need to do this. We need to do this because if we're not keeping up and we're falling back, then we're not delivering the stuff that we promised and da da this and da da that. And it is it, it gets draining on you mentally. It gets um, it it doesn't it it for some people they don't realize that yes it is a lot of content that needs to be recorded, but then it doesn't feel natural. It, it and sometimes listeners can notice to be like. Yeah, something is up with it. Something doesn't seem focused, you know. And I think we we what kind of what I love sometimes about streamers and even YouTube content creators that when they not when they get to a breaking point, but when they know that they need to disconnect so they could you know recharge their batteries or they could you know really focus on themselves. They'll let people know. And we're at a point where it's understandable and respectable because the listeners don't want the creators to burn out. They There's a lot of content that's out there for people to go and visit and listen to. Um, and yes, we are, we do, we got our weekly shows that we got to keep up up with because there's a lot of stuff that we want to discuss and uh, some opinions that we want to express and recommendations and food things we want people to try out uh but we also want the listeners to have fun and you know let us be their escapism when they want to you know just escape from the world and just hear something fun or play a game or clean or you know, they want to do something. They they come and listen to us and hear what we think, or laugh along, or find a new phrase or something that one of us says, and, and everything. You know, it's good for that. It's it's good with that. But like I said, I think people will understand that when you need to take a break and you just need to recharge your batteries, you can recharge them. Go ahead and mm -hmm. take the break, so so you don't do it. I think, you know. You've been doing this for such a long time and everything. I mean, we um, both have, though, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes that I think when people tell you something, you say yes and you agree. I think, but sometimes you get it to your head that, you know, you still got to do something about it. You still got to get to it because you won't be able to rest or your mind won't focus until you get your hands on it. 
and everything. And it's kind of hard to break away from that when you've been doing it for so long yeah. and everything. Uh, yeah. But I, but I, I could, I, 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 I do know what you mean because it's just like, you know, with optional opinion and stuff. It's not that I stopped doing it. I still, you know, want to do, not want to do. It. I still got to do it and and get back to doing this stuff. But there came a time where it just be like, man, I'm out of ideas and stuff. Uh, and, but I got to get a show up every week because I'm on someone's network. I'm filling the content that that network is missing. And when I'm off of it, I got to make sure that I still provide everything because I got a lot of topics, a lot of things that I want to speak about and get out there. And I want to make sure that I do it on a daily basis, you know, and and things change, you know, we get into something that, you know, we got to keep up. We're excited for it because it's new content, but like when things come weary on you or there's life changes and stuff, it kind of affects your creativity in your execution and everything. So and um, I, I do, I do and, what you mean. And you know, it, it. I feel like. I feel like we do all these. We have all these like really interesting ideas. And if this was our day job, right? If like we mm-hmm. got to do this eight to ten hours a day, like these would all be wonderful ideas. Yeah. And we try to. And well, at least for me, I try to cram it into like three hours a day. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And for the most part, like it's been working, but like, I don't know. I, we've just never had anybody to tell us no before. You know what I mean? Like we, I think we, I feel like at least me, I just need that person to tell me no when an idea comes up and like standard definition, our idea for standard definition is theoretically a great idea, right? Yeah. I, I want to talk about, classic stuff or like my favorite movies from when I was a kid or you know I think our execution was kind of poor and I think the way we kind of did it randomly was kind of poor um right right like I think we should have done all of Ninja Turtles at one time all of Indiana Jones at one time right you know what I mean like we're jumping around too much have stuff banked well, not even not even that. It's just like we should have done all seven Ninja Turtles, six Ninja Turtles movies weekly. Like for six weeks, that's all you're hearing is Ninja Turtles, right? Mm-hmm. Or for four weeks, all you're hearing is Indiana Jones, right? And I just don't think we executed that show correctly mixed with everybody's schedules and trying to schedule that show has been a pain. Plus like adding an extra show to my plate was not great. You know, like I, like the, my biggest relief was like, I mean, no offense to Arsenal X, but the biggest relief was when we decided to kind of put that show on hiatus. I was like, finally, I, I, I can have a weekend day where like, I just don't think about any of this stuff. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, well let's start up standard definition. Somebody should have told me no. <laughs> right. At, at that point. Um, and... I think, I, I think with the standard definition, like for me, it was gun call for you because definitely when you brought it up to me, like even when I, I was watching when I like came to visit and, uh, and we were hanging out and we was talking about standard definition and stuff, you know, 
I was in a place where I'm like, this is your project. This is a career space for you mm-hmm. and everything. And so my thing for me was I'm gung-ho for it because not only are you my best friend, my bro him, I want to support your content that you want to create. You know, and that's the that's what I was on. So I didn't feel I wouldn't felt right telling you no, don't do it or anything because I guess you know I want people to I I guess because I am such a creative and I want to be creative and I want to see what people do and go and support 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 their creativity, telling them no that they can't do it, it just wouldn't feel right. Yeah, but you there's know, a, I mean, there's a way you can tell somebody no without saying no, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's a great idea. Put it on, put it on the list. We'll get to it when we have time, right? Like, and I know this is all kind of like hindsight's twenty twenty or whatever, right? Like, I was talking, <laughs> I was talking to Laron and Stephanie the other day, and I like just about back and stuff. And I, I know people that work on the website listen to this, and I don't want this to ta- feel like any slight towards people who work on the website and write for the website and whatever. But like if we were, if you and I and Jesse were to start this today, there would be no website. Right. Like that, like that would, that it just wouldn't exist, you know? But of course, like the, you have to weigh it where like the webs, look how many cool people we've met through the website. Like, you know, like, you know, uh, I mean, Laron, Laron and, and Celeste, we met like through podcasting and stuff, but like, you know, da- uh, David and, and Stephanie and Lamont and, uh, you know, all these other cool creative people that we've met through the writing team. So like, it's, it's like, I don't know, would we be where we're at now? Would our trajectory would have been different? Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know. I, that's like the that's like one thing too that like gives I like lose sleep over too is like this website is just it gives me and I'm not even you know technically running it right now right David is and he's doing a hell of a job at it I just yeah uh, the website gives me a headache and scheduling stuff and I just I'm at a point where like I'm just tired (laughs) you know and I I I kind of wish things were different and like, we're slowly turning the ship, right? Like it, it, we're slowly turning it, uh, to kind of course correct mid, uh, you know, what mid, uh, a voyage, I guess you would say to try yeah. to kind of, you know, we launched a Patreon with a great set of content and for a while I believed we could deliver that content and we're at a point where like, well, maybe we should switch it up a little bit and try some new things out because we can't keep up with the content at this pace without people burning out, you know? Yes. And uh, so we're going to try some different things there. We're going to try some different things with Patreon, specifically, uh, you know, standard definition. And, uh, you know, we're still going to have supplemental stuff. We're not taking anything away from patrons. We're just changing the some of the things that we deliver early mm-hmm. um you know because i don't want to like take away something and then you know quote unquote charge the same price to get it early or be a patreon All producer right. right that's kind of it's kind of a dick move you know uh 
So, I mean, I know we're kind of, we're on the cheaper end of Patreon in terms of being a Patreon producer and early access type stuff, right? Like, yes. But still, you know, we have this product. We want to be fair, and uh, you know, we. I, I just I'm gonna use some time to figure it out. And on the content side, right? Like, my priority now is like Nintendo Power Block and getting Nintendo Power Block content out. If I need to miss a Boss Rush podcast, like Stephanie can host, Laron can host, you know, they can bring on guests if I need to miss a week, right? Like I want to get to the point where we can do that and not and not feel bad about it. And by we right. I mean by by we I mean me, you know. Uh <laughs> because, you know, I told you that and and we're going to wrap up soon. Uh, I'm sorry for this kind of whatever this is. Uh, the my, I've told you and I've told other people my biggest regret was leaving Nintendo Power Block for those for that what six eight months mm-hmm. of episodes and uh, you know and I I miss I miss Jacob being on right like I really do miss Jacob. I think I thought he brought a great energy to the show and. I know he's kind of going through some stuff and he's moving and transitioning jobs and trying to figure out what he wants to do creatively right now in between. And, uh, you know, I miss him dearly. I miss, you know, having, uh, but I, I, I just, my, I miss pal block. And I, I think transitioning you to the host of that show is like the biggest win for that show. I just regret not being on it. Um, you know, and so <laughs> my my ideas are going to kind. I'm gonna try to like. I mean, ne- obviously, the week of Boss Rush summer break, I'm going to try to at least clear my mind of things. Although I won't, I'll probably make lists and try to. My thing is <laughs> when <laughs> when you go on vacation. Go on vacation now. I expect food picks. That's pretty much I what I expect. Anything else besides a Nintendo Direct? Literally, if a Nintendo Direct. Yeah, you watch. Food. You watch. I mean, that what the Pokemon Direct is on Wednesday, right? Or the Pokemon yes. Presents. We may need to work on that on what day? Probably Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yes. We'll we'll um, try to do something for that on Friday. Uh, with Stefan, with the, uh, you know, with I mean, Lamont can join us too. I guess I I forgot we're not doing ranking Nintendo on Friday. We're doing TMNT. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get that out on Friday, which it'll be up by the time you guys hear this. I don't know why I'm telling you guys this. Yes. Uh, why, why do I have? Why did it just pop in my mind that okay Wednesday's the Pokemon thing, and then that following Wednesday is the Nintendo Direct? I'm telling and you, I'm, dude, this happens every time. The Pokemon Presents is always a week before a the week Nintendo or two. Direct. If, if they, I think it's going to, I if it happens, please, Corey, take the day off on a Wednesday because I'm. I'm going to be at work in the morning, but I'm going the to be is, off. The thing is, the is Wednesday at work is my busiest day at work. <laughs> it's it's my busiest day. Like <sighs> I like it's so busy on Wednesdays for me that I eat lunch on my desk when busy. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but no, if if a Nintendo Direct happens during 
my vacation or when I'll call you and you're going to record the Skype call and uh, I'll have to edit it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, like I, I feel like the thing is, I, I know I've been kind of negative the last like 15 or 20 minutes or so. Not negative, but kind of like down on myself and like trying to figure things out. But I actually feel mm-hmm. like at least for like the base shows, right? Like I think, I think Nintendo Power Block and Expansion Pass are on a great trajectory. I think we have a good plan in place for adding ranking Nintendo and like other bonus things for Nintendo Power Block, right? Yes. Nintendo Power Block is on a solid trajectory. The Boss Rush Podcast, solid trajectory. After Dark is Patreon's favorite show. Uh, so that's on a great trajectory. <clears throat> I think the episodes that Celeste are on on Patreon are doing very well. The first one, at least, did very well last week. Um, uh, the 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 part now where we used to offer standard definition weekly is the part that's something we need to work out, right? And mm-hmm. it's going to be a mixture of. 1v1, which we're adding the community interaction tier back on on Patreon, the $3 tier. We're bringing that back um, <clears throat> probably in September. Uh, I don't want to add a tier mid-month. That's kind of, you know, we'll probably add it towards yeah. the end of August where you can, you know, uh, ask questions or suggest talk the walk uh, options uh, because we're going to we're going to we're going to get two interviews out a month which I think if Celeste can't do one Ed you're a great interviewer I think uh I'm going to try to reach out to more people and get some interviews yeah. and stuff out cuz I'm I'm Plus, trying to get some uh Oh no I'm sorry go ahead Oh I just uh I want to do like a a reintroduction of all of the content leaders Mm-hmm. So that would be you, me, Laron, Stephanie, and Celeste. Obviously, you would have to interview Celeste. She's not going to interview herself, although that would be a pretty hilarious one view. <laughs> uh, one, one me, one. <laughs> <laughs> one me, one. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. I'm... Uh, you know, I actually went and watched our first. I know. One, they're so one, bad. Wait. I ha- I hated that episode. I hate it so much. I don't want to talk about it. Hello, <laughs> you interviewing me or vice versa? Yes. Uh, <laughs> wait, which one? <laughs> yeah, no. So we're gonna we're gonna do that. Standard definition is gonna continue in some capacity. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be weekly. You might. I mean, so we're gonna we're definitely gonna finish TMNT. Yes. We're definitely gonna finish Disney Animation. Uh, Marvel is kind of on hold right now. We did finish phase one, so that's okay. Uh, at least we got through one phase. Uh, what was the other thing we're doing right now? Ranking Nintendo. Okay, so ranking, ranking Nintendo, Nintendo. Uh, is going to be like a fill-in type of thing too. If we can't, you know, we're we're gonna try to do that. Uh, we're gonna finish ranking Nintendo. I'm not sure how that's going to fit into standard definition anymore, but we're definitely going to finish that, and it's going to become a new bonus show for Nintendo Power Block. Uh, it'll probably be bi-monthly, so two episodes a month. 
I guess that'd be bi-weekly. So twice yeah. a month, we're going to try to get those out uh, where, you know, obviously right now we're ranking the consoles with Stephanie. Uh, we're going to do, we're probably going to do Zelda next as like a, as a franchise. So, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that on Nintendo Padlock, but like, these are the things that we're kind of considering uh, starting in September. August is going to be the last month where you get standard definition weekly. Um, again, we have two talk the walks recorded and ready to go by the time you hear this. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed, you're doing Sagebrush with Celeste, and Celeste said she found a guest for that. Yes. Uh, we have a guest for Sagebrush. Yeah. Um, probably by the time, once again, by the time you guys hear this, um, I am going to be sh- playing and streaming that game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it all. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to record it on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, download it and then upload it on my YouTube page for people to go see because I did that for agree uh, and everything so in case if we need a reference or everything people could go there and be like here here it is and stuff um, so I'm going to do I'm going to do that uh, for it and then I gotta see I, I probably won't do it for uh, I probably won't do it for life is Life is strange because I know that's going to take a long time, but that might, if I do it, I'm probably going to play that game for a week to get that all together mm-hmm. and everything. So I'll, I'll see how it goes. Cause I think, I, I think what that's what I, I may want to incorporate for talk to walk is that when I get close to, and this is a more of a personal thing. When I get close to it, I want to like play the game uh, stream it so that people who haven't played the game can see what we're talking about and catch up on it and everything. Mm. You know, yeah, because uh, man, Detroit become human, dude. I might have to stream that all in November because that game is gonna be forever. That game feels like wow, yeah, but yeah. So, I mean, those are kind of some plans that we're throwing around. Uh, I just uh need to confirm it with uh, with everybody that that's what we're going to do. Um, yeah, I this is kind of just like a state of boss rush, I guess will be the <laughs> name of the episode, I guess. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think we're on a good path. I just, you know, I need to get out of a funk slash burnout slash I really only want to keep my recording days to three days a week instead of four or five or six, mm-hmm. you know, and... Uh, yeah, I I think I think we're on a good path. I think everybody's doing great things. I think we are on a path that is positive. Um yes. I just don't want anybody to get burned out. I don't want anybody to feel like they have to do things and uh you and know, we we don't want you to and, feel burned out. Yeah, and I think I just think we need to have a a clearer message too for our patrons and our fans that, hey, we're changing some things, and uh, you know, if you decide to leave on Patreon, we're sad to see you go, but we hope you stick around to help us uh, build something better. You know, we're kind of all learning. Mm -hmm. I mean. I, I know Ed and I have been podcasting for seven, eight years at this point, but in terms of a 
business style thing with Patreon and our store and, you know, seeing what we can do with the website, like we're new to this. We've only been doing this for seven months and, you know, we've been kind of successful by the (laughs) seat of our pants until now. And, you know, uh, I think, I think we have learned a lot and, you know, we want to make, the thing is, is like, I've noticed the quality of the content I'm on. My, my personal quality has gone down. Right. And I don't want anybody else's to go down because I think that makes for worse content, you know? And so I think if everybody feels fresh, everybody feels, you know, uh, better and rejuvenated and, you know, come in once, twice a week to record something like, okay, we feel good. We feel good about what we're delivering and we're going to, we're going to do our best. So, yes, uh, that's going to do it because Ed and I still have a Nintendo power block episode to record. (laughs) Uh, but Ed, thanks for recording this with me. Uh, Thank you for allowing me. Thank you for this talk. It, it it's like I said when we have these. I th- I think when we have these hangout talks, mm-hmm. you know it, it just feels good. Yeah, you know because it's just it really shows that man I, when we don't get to speak to each other or hang out or anything, uh, it it's feels weird. good. When, <laughs> it's it's weird, but I'm like it feels good to to actually reconnect yeah. and everything. I mean, I mean, like the thing is, is like we talk, like we talk once we talk every day, and we talk, you know. I mean, we text every day, and like we mm-hmm. record a podcast, but we never really have like these type these types of discussions, you know. Yes, it's always like, oh man, I had to work this morning. That was neat, <laughs> and you know, it's it's it. It's not it's not always like that, but you know what I mean. It's not like a yeah. You know, Ed is Ed. You know, we've you've always been there for me to be a vent system, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm gonna quit, I'm gonna leave, whatever. And then other days, I'm like, yeah, let's go. You know, and I don't ever want to like, you know, I wouldn't ever really quit. You know, but like, mm-hmm. I it's <laughs> that thought has crossed my mind more the last couple of weeks than it has and i don't want to feel that way because i love doing this right uh you know and i don't know like if i quit like what would happen you know like not just to me but to like everyone else what would happen you know like what i don't i don't know and so like i just don't want to I mean, I, I'm obviously I'm not leaving. I don't want to quit. I'm just mm. saying, like, it, the way I felt about things lately and where my mind's been is just when I'm like, man, like, what, like, <laughs> if I just quit, maybe that, wouldn't it maybe, be nice? <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe that's something, uh, expression past that we may have to just dig in. It's just like, yeah, not saying the end of things, but what happens when the curtain close or we pass the baton and we just i mean i feel like it would be more that at this point passing the baton than like actually like you know curtain call you know because 
because I because the thing about it is it's just like I, I think when I get get on with you and just be like, okay, we're having a natural conversation. We're getting hyped. We're we're agreeing. We're disagreeing, and I'll always get to the end and be like, "We should have recorded this." Yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes it just be like, so sometimes it, it may be like, "No, we didn't need to record this. We we need to have this Because what's going to end up happening is, is that even if we came back and did a recording, everything that we talked about, the people don't know because it's only been a discussion only me and you had. Yeah. But I mean, like, not everything needs to be content. And I really struggle with that when I play. I used to struggle with that when I played games. And now I don't have that problem because I don't get to play games because I'm so busy. Uh, (laughs) Very true. In in all seriousness, though, like, I I really struggled with that for a while. Where, like, oh, I'm playing this game. I should be streaming it. And then I should be archiving it on the YouTube channel and stuff. And I'm like, not everything has to be content, you know, not all of our discussions have to be content and not, not, you know, it's just not everything has to be recorded. And I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in what we're doing and the zeitgeist and YouTube culture and Twitter culture and just social media and all this stuff where like everything has to be content for someone or another, right? Like every comment you make on Twitter has to be a, a content for someone or every, video you upload or you know somebody said we should do tiktok or whatever i'm like no come on like not everything has to be that way you know i i do think some tiktok stuff would be interesting but i don't know what we would do uh but anyways i i'm gonna end there because yes we We could go we could we could go for another hour and a half on this subject and we don't (laughs) have have that kind of time So thank you guys for sticking around for this uh, Boss Rush podcast episode. Uh, If you want to follow the Boss Rush podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at Boss Rush Podcast. You can uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Boss Rush Network. Uh, If you listen on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating or review. If you want to support us, you can head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Boss Rush Network, like many others do. Ed, thank you for your time tonight. Uh, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at that Cole, and I'm going to leave it at that uh, for this episode. You guys know the spiel uh, where to find me and everything. But right now, yeah, find me on Twitter at that Cole. Uh You can find me at I am Corey HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me and Ed both on Nintendo Power Block. Uh, yeah, uh, check out all of our other content. Go to bossrush.net, subscribe to our YouTube channel, all that stuff. Um, you can follow Laron at Exodus803. You can follow Stephanie at Cleamop underscore author. Uh, they'll be back next week. Uh, like I said, this was just a kind of like a filler episode. I didn't want to bother anybody. Ed and I were recording anyway, so I thought this would be a neat kind of discussion. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. And until next time, we love you. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.